Well, good morning, good morning, good morning, everybody. It's Pastor Rob Hale. Yeah, I know. The camera's on backwards. <laughs> Hallelujah. God is good, and his mercy endureth forever. We read out of that psalm last week on a Wednesday night service. You know, sorry about that. Facebook. Anyway, you know, there's great symmetry in that service. This is how everything just fell together, and we've been seeing that quite a bit there at Lee Street Baptist Church uh, and, and enjoying that quite a bit. Now, anyway, I went through a kind of a traumatic experience this weekend. Every once in a while, by God's grace and mercy, he lets me fill his heart. Especially for the lost, and uh, I mean, I wouldn't want my worst enemy to go to hell. And my worst enemy is going to hell, and going to be there for eternity. That's his name, Satan. But anyway, his time is short, and he knows it. He knows. That's the reason the world's going nuts on us, folks. It's part of it. It's. We were born for such a time as this, so therefore God's going to provide, and God's going to save. He's going to provide. He's Jehovah Jireh. Anyway, um, what happened was we went to a, a public event celebrating Martin Luther King Day. And this event, we uh, ended up at the First Baptist Church of Bristol. First time I've ever been in this building. Gorgeous sanctuary. Absolutely gorgeous. Got one of the nicest organs, uh, which reminded me greatly of growing up in the Episcopal Church. Uh, fun fact, I, I'm growing up in the Episcopal Church, I also went to the Episcopal daycare school, and we were in church about five days a week. Had a lot of, had a lot of teachings about Jesus in that little church. Um, but anyway... The Lord led, led me in a different direction when I became a teenager and uh, the Marine Corps and got saved and stuff. You all know that story. But uh, they, they allowed an individual of the Muslim faith to get up in a Christian pulpit and uh, make, make some declarations that I consider very, very serious uh, I know God does. See, the Bible says that anything doesn't come through the faith of Abraham and the bloodline of Isaac and Jacob because that's the heritage of Jesus. And this is the promise that God has made. This is the covenant that God has made to Abraham and Israel <clears throat> through his servant Abraham. I mean, it's, it's, and the bloodline matters. It doesn't come through the bloodline of Ishmael. I'm sorry. Uh, that was man trying to help out God. And God don't need our help. He just needs our obedience. He needs us to stand with the truth. And, uh, but anyway, in, amidst all this heartbrokenness and this crisis, this crisis of conscience that I've suffered over it, and through some great tears, I was uh, I was shaken to my very core. I'm gonna say that, and I've had to apologize to 
people that were in the congregation that I helped under shepherd. And I'm, I was very, very, very broken over the fact that I had said nothing. And this was going on, because that's not me. But what got me, when I got to complaining, complaining within myself about my actions and my contrition, is that the Lord touched me with his heart and his love for the lost and love for the Muslim community. And that really broke me. That I didn't love that man enough to tell him the truth. That I'm profoundly sorry, and one day I, I will communicate this to him. But, you know, and, and all this pain and all this hurt came, well, a great thing, a great revelation came out of it, which blows my mind anyway, because God is a, he's a great friend. He loves us, and he wants to comfort us in the midst of our turmoil. He understands us better than we understand ourselves. So anyway, we get a little period here, but this scripture here that we're reading out today, out of Proverbs 25, it is the glory of God to conceal a thing, but the honor of kings to search out a matter. Well, I'm, I always try to keep my eyes and ears open for revelation in scripture, but that doesn't really come without Rama. See, Rama is the spirit speaking his word, confirming his word, uh, having us to do his word, action, the rhema. Uh, but Elijah called the small, still voice when he went up into the cave. And if you don't know the story, please go back and read your book, the Bible. Wow. He was running from Jezebel, who was a wicked, wicked woman. And her ended up falling out. Anyway. And he was running from that situation. He just killed several of the opposing religion's prophets and slew them right there in the stadium where they built this altar. And and they had a challenge where they said, okay, Elijah said, okay, my God will burn the thing up, but you go first and see if you're, what your God can do. And, and the whole thing was to pray and get God to burn up this sacrifice in the middle of the field without man touching it. Well, the pagan priests tried and tried and tried, nothing happened. They gave up. So Elijah, what did he do? <laughs> he went and got water and poured it on the wood. I mean, water, as much, soaked it, soaked it, soaked it with water. Then he prayed, and God burned up the sacrifice. God loves confirming his word. He loves he loves the lost. He doesn't love people that have rejected him and that hate him and despise him. He doesn't love that at all. He matter of fact he hates that too as well. Said, Look, and he reciprocates. He says, Listen, if you hate me, I hate you. That's fine. He does reciprocate that. Well, Bible. Okay, where's the proof? Jacob and Esau. He said, Esau. Jacob have I loved, but Esau have I hated. He despised his birthright. He despised his life. He was what? You know why? Because of vanity, self-centeredness. 
If you're self-centered instead of reliant and a conduit on the Holy from the Holy Spirit, I mean, how can you not be a reliant? You can't breathe without Him. It was His breath that gave us life in the first place. And I don't know why that wants to keep doing that, but it does. Sorry. Anyway, I found something in Scripture that's really great. This is Isaiah. You know, one of my favorite chapters in the whole Bible is Isaiah 58 because God has done some really marvelous things in my ministry in regards to that chapter, including writing a book, fixing to rewrite it and put it back out again. I got it out in a hurry the first time. wasn't done well, but I, I had this premonition of dying in a truck, and I wanted to get it, get it out before the knowledge of the revelation of tithing Bible tithing went away, but uh, in me. Let's see, Isaiah 58, here's where. No, I knew I had my ribbon on. And down here in the scripture, it talks about fasting, real fasting, and what, what how real fasting works. And remember, Jesus told us that fasting, that was the only way to get to be able to expel certain demons and to get certain miracles to happen. This is what I call the work of the ministry. But at work, we've been dealing with a lady who's been sick for a while, who's a, a, a supervisor, and a, the supervisor's right-hand right-hand person, if you will. And she's a she's a believer, and yes, she followed James chapter five. That's the first thing I usually ask people: Have you gone the way of James chapter five? And she had, but she's still sick, and she's still dealing with this stuff, and now it's been going on for a few months. Since I've known her, but uh, I'm going through all this turmoil, and I took the day off yesterday because of the anguish. Oh, a personal holiday, and I needed it. Thank God for it. The anguish in my heart was just too great to even work or do anything else, except get some rest. Deal with it. But anyway, this I, after I got. Sent them an email, taking out and telling them I couldn't give them a day's work for a day's pay, so I, I need to get off the line here, not cost money the bank doesn't need to pay, because I wasn't able to work correctly. I mean, that's astonished. So anyway, <clears throat> I may, I'm able to afford. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. But what happened was in reading and doing all that, I got quickened by the rhema of the Holy Spirit about the word logos of the King James Version Bible. Now, in the King James, it says something about, in Isaiah 58, it says, your health will spring forth speedily. So that's a promise from God. Any, any promise from God in the Scripture comes with conditions. Um, it's kind of like a recipe for baking a cake or a brownie or something like that. If you get the recipe right, you get the result. Now, good are them brownies. If you get the recipe wrong, then you get a wrong result or a bad result. So if you find the right recipe in Scripture, it's good. So what the Lord revealed to me about this person's problem is, he, she, is the Lord revealed to me that she was, in fact, a servant of the Most High God. 
a warrior in the intercessor group of Christians. Now, all of us have the ministry of intercession per se, to be gift of prayer, the gift of praise. That's our glory, is to be able to praise the Lord and be able to worship the Lord and to be able to pray for the saints. That is the glory of man. That's what you were born for. That's, that's the reason why you breathe. This whole experience here on earth is to get you there. And if you get there, then wow. That is, it's about family as well. And sadly, I missed that big part going up. But anyway, that's another story. But this healing is for the warriors of the kingdom. Because it has the right fast in here. All right. It is not the fast that I have chosen, verse 6, to loose the bands of wickedness, intercessory prayer, to undo the heavy burdens, again, intercessory prayer, and to let the oppressed go free, the hand of God and the Holy Spirit making these things happen, that you may break, hallelujah, not some yokes, every yoke. Think about that. Of course, it's all from the Father's will and the individual's will. Because the individual, if he don't want it, then guess what? You can pray to your blue in the face. God gives you a grace. I've seen that happen. He'll give you a grace for something to happen for somebody else, and they will get delivered, if not for a season. Give them a chance. And I've seen that happen. And I've also seen where that happened. And because they got the other chance, because they got come off a deathbed, and yeah, they went back to the bar for a little while. But it sunk in, and they finally started getting their heart right and their life right. And next thing you know, they're back in family. They're married. They got some adopted kids. They're living for God. Got a job. Seeing grace of God through prayer. The intercessory prayer. This is how we help our pastor out. He's the shepherd, the under shepherd of Jesus Christ. And I, I am under him, and also I recognize pastors, so therefore I got sheep there too. And what broke my heart was when I, when I was in this ha- house of God, and he let a person who does not know, who's ignorant, of the things of the love of God, stand up and say what he said. And my and these people that are they look up to me and I, and I let them say amen to that guy. And I didn't say a word. And when the reality of that came to me, it just it crushed me. But I, we have the healing love and blood of the Lord Jesus Christ. And and it wasn't time for me to do so, I guess. But I won't let it happen again. Because it's called the sin of being complacent, which is the original sin. Adam was complacent when he was tempted and said nothing. Now, I don't know why. Most of the time I'm very vocal about stuff like that. I guess the Lord has had different plans than I did. 
and that's all right. I gave him my life a long time ago, and it, and I've got to see signs, wonders, and miracles like you would not believe. And we're going to see more. But anyway, what he what he revealed to me about this lady supervisor that she is one of these warriors, and she's called to be doing the work of Isaiah fifty eight. And the, the stronghold that's been against her for so long is because the, the recipe for James 5 is for everyone. Don't get me wrong. And God has used it many times in my life, both for others and for myself, mainly probably more and more for me. I mean, we've got, we've got to see miracles happen that way. But I believe that here's just another recipe that seems to be, seems to be given for those who are willing to war in prayer with the Holy Spirit against the evil yokes of Satan. There's some great promises in Isaiah 58. I hope you all uh, take time to go back and read them and seek God's face on how these promises can be real in your life too. That's that's my deal. How What is the recipe for this stuff to happen? And it can happen, it will happen if we get the recipe right. I promise you it will. Anyway. May the Lord bless you and keep you and make his hands shine upon you and be gracious to you. May his great peace and his loving kindness pave the way for the righteous, Lord. For the righteous steps are ordered by the Lord. If you go behind us to protect us, as you come along beside us to comfort us, as you fill us to overflowing to empower us for this lost and dying world. Thank you, Lord, that your gift makes a way in Jesus' name. Amen. All right, bye. Goodbye and God bless, guys. Love y'all. Thank you.